Welcome back, X's and T podcast fans. It is Danny here, and I'm really excited because we are bringing back, we're getting to that part two. We have with us, we have Hope and Fisher, and we have been dialoguing behind the scenes. And let me tell you guys, we have been dialoguing behind the scenes. Quick shout out, by the way. Shout out to the homeboy I saw walking down the street, um, wearing the white shirt, black tie, holding the perfect water. I hope, sir, you hear this podcast. I hope that you see the light. And I really hope that either one, you're not being manipulated. I mean, it's pretty highly likely that you probably are, but I really hope that one day you are drinking Dasani rather than uh, perfect water. So shout out, buddy. Before we get started, I would love to add my disclaimer. As always, this is in regards to Worldwide Dream Builders. This is the Amway Tools business. This is not about Amway themselves. They are just the distribution company. Every name that we talk about has been changed. Uh, everything that we talk about is from personal experience. So we're not going to be out here throwing out accusations. As a matter of fact, if we say anything, it's going to be alleged because uh, we hear things. We have people who have inside sources who are giving us feedback. So that being said, I would love to bring on Hope and Fisher. What's up, you guys? Woo! Woo! Hello. Hello. Also, disclaimer, anything that we talk about is for fair use and commentary purposes only. So with that being said, we have listened to other podcasts that you guys had in introduced me to, like Life After MLM. That episode about um, the Amway Tools business, if you have not heard that episode, you guys have to go over to yeah. Life After MLM. And if you're only like, listen to all of their podcast episodes, obviously, but if you're really specifically interested in the Amway one, go listen because there is so much information there that it's unbelievable. And that a kind of goes, right? yeah, he's a historian. Yeah, and yeah. you guys really are are the ones who I would say probably know that episode the best. I just recently listened to it, so I can kind of chime in. But if you guys could give us just a little bit of a rundown, and and we can also like we talked about, we can um, reference the bite model. I know we talked yeah. about last episode. We wanted to kind of go into that a little bit, but so many yeah. things that in just that episode, just about Amway and how it relates to other cult, the bite model is so applicable. So love to hear yeah. from you guys about it. Cool. Um, yeah, the one thing that kind of blew my mind is we always like at worldwide functions, we would always have like Amway representatives come in and like talk about products. So I didn't know that there was any drama between Amway and worldwide or any of the other tools businesses like um, LTD, Brit Worldwide, um, that one you've did recently URA, I think that one. Yeah, URA yeah. or UR Association. Yeah, there's like a bunch of uh, LOAs under Amway and they do not get along. <laughs> and I was really mind blown by this because um, we know that the way that this is what we were taught again um, in Worldwide was that the way that Amway teaches you to build your business is just keep signing people up and get them to keep signing people up and get them to keep signing people up. But the way that Worldwide teaches it is like interview processes and width not depth sign up 20 wide um lots of like that that's what we learned in worldwide but that we knew kind of that amway wasn't doing it right if that makes From sense yeah standards. they definitely said that amway's the way that amway as a company teaches yeah. is ineffective and they're very product-based yeah. and very you know they uh, hype up sign up product shows and, yeah. and invite people over and have parties and stuff and they yeah said very like expected. very like mary Kay, very like you know that's that's amway that's you know that's their um loc like legacy of clean that's some of the best cleaning products ever made like for sure and it's it's an easy sell but um in that podcast they talked about 
a lot of strategies that different companies have. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, the whole time they don't agree with the way they do things at all. Uh, but one of the things that stuck out to me was that they, uh, they, they're basically like a, a necessary evil on Amway side of things. So they don't like the way that companies like Worldwide and Brit Worldwide attract customers or recruit for Amway, yeah. um, but they know that it's super effective. And if they try to, you know, they cut the head off of one snake, two more are going to show up yeah. type thing to take the place yeah. because it's kind of a necessary niche that uh, Amway's created. Yeah, right. And and they talk about how they're teetering on legal and illegal. And, and as we've noticed and been told that Worldwide is making what they would consider necessary changes to make sure that they are keeping up with what Amway wants them yeah, to do. Like you said, exactly. they have to be a symbiotic relationship. And when you were talking, Hope, about the Amway reps would come. So mm-hmm. this is where I should have recognized that worldwide really was the cult-like aspect because we were taught when it was function time, we would have, you know, those pre-function meetings to teach us how to dress, teach us how to pack for the functions. You guys, you guys didn't have this? Yeah. Have this? Oh, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. And stuff, yeah. yeah. And the yeah. board plans prior and whatnot. Not so yeah. Uh, yeah. So we would have those and we would be told there's going to be an Amway rep there, but that's bathroom time. You don't have to sit there and listen. Yes, you know, right. we're not, yeah. they would say we aren't product-based. We are people-based. And that was something that at the time I hadn't recognized as being a cult like aspect of this yeah. place. Yeah, and then going right. It's illegal. Like that's the thing. That's what it's, separates that's um, the part multi-level marketing yeah. from a pyramid scheme. A pyramid scheme is strictly people recruitment based. Multi-level marketing has a product behind that. And that's why Amway wants to stick to that is they don't want the Ponzi style thing where it's yeah. you sign up and then you sign up your friends and then, and then, you then we all make a bunch of money. And yeah, it's, it's they yeah. don't like that. And the fact that you can convince people so thoroughly you using motivational tactics to do that, Amway recognizes that that's unethical, but it's necessary for their company. And it could get them in trouble. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why they're so very like, um, worldwide, like when they do their, um, what are those called? The things with the slides, you know, the slideshow they would do during plans. I don't know, like literally showing the Amway part, like how you build a diamond ship. Like a slideshow. Yeah. It's basically just a slideshow. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, there's like, it's how to build and it's the Amway side of worldwide. Like, it's like, okay, you're an IBO, there's worldwide, which is like your university. And then there's Amway, which is like your Cisco to your Costco is basically how they taught everything. So when they would do these board plans, um, they would go through that Amway stuff so fast and they would always have to have a disclaimer and they always had to bring Amway into it. Like they were like, we don't really care about the products. We could be selling poop on a yeah. stick remember those yes. things, stuff like that like they were yep. like we don't care what we're selling amway is just the necessity amway. yeah they would downplay yeah and scoff and they would you know what yeah I mean? they'd be like oh the worst case scenario this is what free and rianne would say all the time she's like worst case scenario um you get good products and become a better person yeah yeah that was yeah. the worst uh, case Taylor scenario would say that too. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he would say he would say too if amway did anything bad they would just jump ship and find another company and no, and that's how disposable they treated amway at the 
time. Now, again, yeah. this is I went back when I was in and that's how he would talk in his yeah. um, board plans. And see, this is where, and, and you think about um, Amway and, and you think about worldwide, the way that they explain it in this um, MLM podcast is that they are two separate like pyramids. One is big and that is worldwide, the Amway tools business. And this other one is small and that is Amway. And it's the way that they are not teaching this. This is deception. So again, when we're thinking about these multi-level marketing companies and, and we use the term cult, you know, they always say, well, that's really harsh because we're not out there. You know, we're not being tortured there. There's probably some essay involved. Allegedly, I've heard stories, but you don't think of it the same way you think of like Jonestown. Those yeah. are really well-known cults, but these people have the same tactics. So sure, we're not being tortured, but our, we're being taken away from our family. We yeah. are, they're changing and manipulating memories. It is teaching thought stopping techniques, which shut down reality testing by stopping negative thoughts and allowing only positive thoughts, yeah. including A, denial, rationalization, justification, wishful thinking, B, chanting, C, meditating, D, praying, E, speaking in tongues. We didn't do that. Um, or F, singing or humming. We didn't do those two, but the rest of them, uh, we kind of did. The singing. singing and humming a little bit. We yeah, had our own band. Yeah, yeah, you even heard the song. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. The song. Yeah, the they would song. have their own covers and stuff. And, yes, you know, and they would they make them They do like the 303 <laughs> symbol. In the sky. <laughs> like you'd touch your index and your thumbs together and make yeah. a circle with the three fingers on the end and they'd say, do yeah. the diamond dance. Yeah, and it would so be, yeah. But it's a pyramid if you think yeah, about yeah. it we had to stop you know, doing that because yeah, it was being culty but we were doing that for no. a long time we'd go outside we chant worldwide worldwide they would say like this was nolan's big thing was that he's like what is the difference of you going to a hockey game and sitting in an arena and everybody's drinking the same drink they're all wearing the same clothes and they're all cheering on people he's like what's the difference and the thing is is it, i remember Brianne talking a lot about building a culture like they talked about building culture all the time and what is the root word of culture cult yeah like that's what building <laughs> a cult is is trying to create your own culture and that's all worldwide was trying to do but denying yeah. that they were a cult like yeah well, looking through this bite model you can skim it if you were in worldwide you yeah. can read through these and you could draw a line on each of these quadrants mm -hmm. to where worldwide kind of stopped because it gets yeah. pretty like it gets pretty violent towards some of these but there's definitely yeah. you know a third of some of of one of the ones a half of some of them you know what i mean so you still get a decent amount of yeah of it, all of these criteria which is uh, stuff they would was... build intentionally that was the stuff that they would say this is what sets worldwide apart is the fact that we can dream big and yep. you know this fact that we don't rest we rise and grind we're working uh, into the night you know what i mean so, yeah I, those um, words are traumatizing <laughs> there's a word there's a woman i can't say her name but i'll try to say what she was she was a single diamond but she was a recent single diamond okay, okay from yeah from hawaii I don't know where she's from um anyway yeah she was she and her husband did. was a construction worker right that's right yes. yeah we yeah. got yeah. it yeah yeah um she came to edmonton to do an open board plan and one of the things that she talked about and like her nuts and bolts kind of uh, part was how important rest is she talked about how she almost fell asleep while driving and she's like you really need to have this balance of rest 
to work and we were never taught that (laughs) we were taught keep grinding you do not stop grinding you like go to sleep at two o'clock in the morning wake up at 6 a.m because when you're diamond it'll pay off yeah and then yeah you'll sleep when you're diamond yeah you'd get all this cognitive dissonance because you'd be hurriedly writing down notes sleep more rest is good yeah at like 12 30 at night and you're like this is gonna be so yeah exactly Exactly. They and no they would heavily preach. Like I remember how much the the diamonds were even some of just like the emeralds, those upper pins. They would talk about how many car accidents they got into because of the business, how many cars they went through because of the business. And that was almost like a, a trophy for them, a sense of pride that oh. they had all these car problems, which is the same. My upline had those car problems too. And you guys look like you have something relevant yeah, to the so car problems. This is this is kind of it's it's the same thing, but it's in a different direction. So one of the things that in hindsight was a major red flag, but um, thinking about it, I, I very quickly spun into one of those dream building events uh, in my brain. Uh, what's, what's his name? Or what's the alias for? John. John. So yeah. John was telling me, so he would, he was directly sponsored by Nolan. So he hung out with Nolan a lot. And whenever he would hang out with Nolan, Nolan would talk about his times with um, Big Crown and, and all those guys, right? So whenever he would get time with them on, on major function events or major Amway giveaways or whatever. And he said that he had a certain budget, this is alleged, of about 30 grand for a lawyer just to pay off like speeding tickets and stuff for his car. So he would drive around wherever he wanted and do whatever he wanted. He would like from the top of the Bellevue Tower in Washington or something, race his car around. And then he would just, you know, throw cash at his lawyer because he just thought he could do whatever he wanted. And he could, sorry. And he could. And then I thought that that was like, wow, that's, I want that much money. You know, I want to be able to do that you know i'd see nolan with his radar thing on the dash of his car of his of his porsche or whatever yeah and then i would think man they're all doing that like they're all higher than the law type thing and it's like this is so cool but then you look at it and it's he's just abusing things like he's not he's not doing anything he's teaching about being a good person and helping people he's yeah. speeding around oh, yeah. in his car and then paying his lawyer how disrespectful yeah sorry like, <laughs> No, it's okay. Oh, you'll have enough money. It doesn't matter if it's illegal. Like you'll be able to, yeah, you know, see, get your way like, out of it or whatever. How do you rationalize that? Like, like, like how can you, when uh, you uh, the law, how can when you, you can do things and get away with it? When like, what do you tell yourself? Like, this is like, I, 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 this is like greed in its finest. Like, this is like, I was a very conservative capitalist lady six seven years ago like I was like same yeah I am a conservative I believe if you don't have money you're lazy I like I genuinely believe this stuff while I was in worldwide okay um Nolan used to say it's like you're a you're a social or a capitalist with a socialist heart you'd say that all the time I remember that it's not true it's not true but the thing is it's like the socialist heart oh I don't know (laughs) but they I, I was just very like a rise and grind like hustle culture like that's why I'm so against it now is because I was like I kind of understood um where it was coming from but the I think I might have talked about this in the last episode is their denial for how privileged they were um and I think that was like the the one of the worst things 
about being a part of it is just being like they weren't lucky they weren't privileged they weren't this they really drilled that into us being like they didn't they worked really hard to get to where they were and it wasn't true Fisher and I were making minimum wage we couldn't pay a thousand dollars a month for a ditto we couldn't do it and then they were like because you can't do that you'll never build a team and it was like how find a way to make ditto yeah find a way set your ditto first yeah go straight resume second if your ditto is yeah rent insurance ditto that's like rent insurance yeah. like that's how they taught us to do everything and i'm like i'm Wait. tired you know what i mean they let you guys pay rent because taylor would be like i would give up rent if it if it was getting in front of my ditto yeah, oh my god dude that would say that and they would brag and they'd be like if that were me that's yeah. how far i'd go but if it no, were you you guys yeah. know what's funny is taylor would always throw in his in his story that he was homeless for a couple of days and i'm like oh that's you're really rags to riches my guy and yeah. look, and that's the thing and that's the huge thing about especially within this bite model the information control the first one deception so a says deliberately withholding information b distort information to make it more acceptable uh, and c systematically lie to the cult members so this comes in to where kind of we were talking about before the speculation allegedly that diamonds and above are getting paid on these tools aspect of the business. And that other episode, I'm telling you guys have to go listen to that whole thing. Life after MLM, Amway tools. That episode, I'm telling you guys, has so much valuable information. It even oh, has audios so that have never here. been heard. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, the the part about it, so deliberately withholding information, a lot of cults do this. A lot of cults will not tell you like who the leader really was outside of it. Like Nexium, the the guy, um, something Ranieri, that Ranieri guy, like he was a bad dude in the past, but of course, nobody knew about that. Similar to us who had been around worldwide, maybe from, I was in from 2016 until like 2019. And during that time, I did not know and was never told about Quickstar, the whole Quickstar debacle. I I had to go do my own research on that. But they're also being deceptive, you guys. I am so certain based on my information. Of course, I can't prove it. It is all alleged. But the history of these tools businesses, there's no denial at this point. And I hadn't thought about this. And we just talked about this before we started recording was that the worldwide app, you had to have it and you had to have standing order. So with this app, if you guys don't know, if you guys weren't a part of worldwide, and you guys find the story interesting, we had to have a couple of apps. So we had to have this app called communicate. This was purely a voicemail app. We were not calling people on the phone. It was Kate me. If it's longer than five minutes, don't Kate, but we're not supposed to call them either unless it's like real emergencies. So, but we had to use Kate. Our All of our communication was on Kate. They strongly discouraged us from making phone calls or even text messages. I mean, we'd have text groups, yeah. but they yeah. solved the text groups problem because then they also added Dreamstream, which was like, which was similar to Facebook, where you had a they profile, you could update. It was part Facebook. Facebook driven, that's right. And yeah. Um, it was where you could post fixed pictures. You were communicating with your upline via that chat. So they added Dreamstream. Then we had the worldwide Dream Builder app itself, where we were buying our books and where we could find the book list and where we were buying our function tickets. In addition to that, all of our function tickets that were at the rallies 
We could only pay cash. We were not paying with our car. Yep. And it makes you wonder, why were we only paying cash? cash why? Yeah. Right. And 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 so that's the, so the apps, right? And that's a really vague, you have to be in the apps to fucking know what they really look like. But we were discouraged from going to Amazon. Don't go to Barnes and Noble. And they would say, what would they say that the money was going to from these apps, at least in your guys' line of sponsorship? Uh, I think it was to keep worldwide running and so that they could support functions. Yeah. So they could Here pay too. for functions and reasonals, regionals yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like how they paid the actual the buildings and the sound. And yeah. the people that work for Worldwide. So there's actual employees of Worldwide. Payroll and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And for that building that they dedicated to the creator of Worldwide. Yeah. And even yeah. though you, if you know, you know, I'm not going to name drop him, but he's a pretty big deal. So if you know him, you know him and his wife, whatever. But they would give us that same bullshit too. They would say, oh yeah, it's just going to pay for the business and keeping Worldwide running. And, and it goes to pay for the apps themselves. Never once did I even think to question, well, why can't I just call you? And like, well, I would be getting dozens of calls a day, but you're getting thousands of cates depending on where you are yeah. and the yeah. line of sponsorship. And our books, again, that stupid jank book list where they're pushing a lot of propaganda, especially that book that we went into. If you haven't learned the, if you haven't heard the love and respect episode, go listen because Hope has so much good information about it since she read the book while she was actively in Worldwide. So check it out. Um, but did your guys' line of sponsorship at any point at all talk about how, how the diamonds make money outside of Worldwide and potentially using, like gaining from the tools? No, they actually Ours said either. that they don't make any money from it. And they said that that's actually just to pay for worldwide they all get their money from amway yeah. only and their uh and their uh the way the flow would go from other people so it was their mm -hmm. their bonuses and stuff and their their pv or whatever it was called but no yeah. worldwide so like if they were like what was it like a thousand or five fifteen thousand pv was like 120 grand or something whatever. so it's like i don't know yeah, yeah. I don't believe any you of You made a chunk but... off of your platinums, like the ch like whatever the platinum, like when you broke platinums, that was like your massive amount of money. But then the platinums kind of like broke off too. Like I don't really see. I we we spent five years into this. We saw this plan like twice a month for five years, and I still couldn't explain to you how they made money. Oh, the higher end of things, yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. The way that they explained it to us was again, very, very vague. It was literally just break platinums, build it. Like you said, 20 wide, yeah. it was all width based and then break your platinums and you go diamond. And then when you're diamond, they didn't really focus on income. It was more of yep, like, yep. you get all these trips. They really focused on like all the diamond trips. I can't for the life of me remember what they called them, but yeah, Peter they... Island, there's Peter Island. That was a big, yeah. go to Vegas. Vegas. Go to Amway. It was just like diamond club, diamond club. Oh, that's right. Diamond club. Yeah, and that's really what they pushed for those trips. So again, this is all alleged. I don't know how many times I got to say it, but I personally think, and I wasn't in during COVID, but I feel like you guys have a little bit of perspective as to what COVID looked like. And then you got to go listen to Jess's episode that I just released today. Well, this, as of recording this, it is uh, June 13th. You won't hear this for a while, but go listen to Jessica's episode because she goes into what COVID looked like um, while she was in, because she was in until 2022. So that was probably the most okay. recent person that I've spoken to. Yeah. But I feel like this really kind of came to light and a lot of that speculation came up because of what the functions looked like. I know you guys have talked about this yeah. a number of times. Bear with us. It's relevant. Go into COVID functions, you guys. Okay, let's let's hear it. Go. 
So um, it was kind of fun at first because like we just had a baby. So like our baby was like just a few months old. So it was like, oh, I have to bring him to Calgary. Like yeah, yeah. super nice. Yeah. yeah. So like the, the function was canceled. So spring leadership, uh, always like the first or second weekend of April for us. Um, with spring leadership, um, it got canceled. So first or second week of April, COVID hit March 15th, everything shut down. So they were like, screw this. We're going to cancel spring leadership. Then they were like, okay, we're going to do a virtual spring leadership just like they did with dream night covid wasn't a thing yet when they did a virtual dream night um but they wanted to just do a virtual dream night just to save people money somehow and so, okay so still 150 dollars a ticket no it wasn't oh, i don't okay. i don't remember how much it cost it was it was cheaper but like you didn't get the fancy dress and the dinner and like I wanted to do that. Like I just had a baby, but like, no, not the point. Um, <laughs> but then they did a spring leadership on my dad's birthday, which is May 3rd. So I was like, oh, okay. This is like a month later. And we had to sit in our house in May, which is hot with a five month old all day trying to watch these people for 10 hours. On Zoom, right? It was like Zoom. It was Dreamstream. Like it was Dreamstream. I don't remember. It was on it was on Dreamstream. We had it like on our phones or something and like like had it on the TV. And then they had the green screens. (laughs) This is like the weirdest thing because like we I kind of had a feeling that they were breaking the COVID rules. This is all alleged. I have no proof of this because I think they were all in the same area, like in the same room, house or something. I think and then they yeah. were just in different rooms or something yeah and, and then, that's very much what it seemed like the first time they, they tried to make it look like they were in their own houses but they very much were not in their own houses like it like, was green screens of pictures of their own houses and it was very obvious I don't it even was know. very obvious I don't even know that's embarrassing houses. <laughs> like what like if concept, it was like <laughs> like architecture concept drawings of their house before it was built oh God, it was like, like so bad and like there's like big diamonds who have a son that talks really fast if you know you know um theirs was the only one that got me to clue into the uh, a green screen because they had like these chimes in the background that like didn't move and then i was like wrong like it's like they were it's like they should have been in the background or something but it you know it's like, but they didn't have a house like at the time they were living on their yacht because they were building a house so i was like where are you like i was Why like are you using a green screen yeah i was like oh maybe it's like yacht. maybe it's construction Bakers. whatever like i thought maybe like i was like okay i'll give them the benefit of the doubt maybe it's construction but then um single lady blonde lady who recently got married what you'll know if you know you know married a costco guy i don't know um but then they had a green screen costco guy but her her well, husband's the tech the guy right is that that's the way know. he walked out of his job that was his like he walked out of his job because he was making this major deal with Costco oh. uh, to get them their online presence bigger or something and his whole thing was oh yeah I'll give you you know here's all here's my laptop here's my you know my key card I'll call you you don't call me oh yeah my wife type yeah. thing okay but they but had so a I'm thinking screen. of yeah. is it grain related are they a grain yes. Yeah, he's the tech guy. He's the one who rolled out Dreamstream and made us all sit in a function. And he rolled out the websites and made us look through the websites for traffic. So that's what popped up first. And it goes into information control. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh. You guys remember that? I think it was out of Spring Leadership in Spokane. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. So much. I forgot that they would say, listen to your audios, clear your Kate, and Google the website. Yeah, make sure that the website for your upline is coming up first. They wanted it to come up first. So traffic now i this spiteful bitch i am make sure that when (laughs) i google my old diamonds 
then I'm Googling all the bad stuff. <laughs> like, let's Hell bring yeah. this to the top. Yeah, it's let's get my podcast up there. Like, I was like, get back up there. <laughs> we'll get there. I kind of wanted to go back really quick to the breaking COVID rules. Again, if you guys yeah. go and listen to Jess's episode, she kind of exposes a little bit about this. So sneak mm. peek, go check it out. Um, But my, I think my next question is, okay, so you guys found these, you guys watch this really embarrassing, like green screen, the, the oh. thing wasn't moving. And that's when you yeah. realized it was fake. Oh, they did so the, us too. So that's another oh, they thing did. they did. Okay. Yeah. So we didn't actually so have when, to pay for that function. When did they start charging for the functions during the this period of time? Reunion. Family reunion. So yeah. they're that telling was like, us. Like two months. <laughs> right. And so before before every function, they always, this is how they tell us to get guests. And I'm not sure, if, correct me if I'm wrong, if this is something you guys experienced in your line of sponsorship, but they would always say, you got to tell people that these guest speakers are speaking for free. They are coming out from the goodness of their hearts away from their families to speak into you and help you build your business and if you listen to yeah yeah yeah. and and even like you mentioned before fisher like we're supposed to be so ambiguous about it that you like we're supposed to name drop john maxwell for spring leadership but for all the other ones it's ambiguous like you mentioned like it could have been mark cuban that's the way we're supposed to present all the rest of these people are yeah 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 so if y'all go check out taylor's episode that was previously released um he talks about his feelings on these major functions and my goodness does he explain it well because it really is just one big hype fest so you're thinking about all of these things that i'm telling you free these speakers are speaking for free so if they're speaking for free and they told us you're you're paying for your seat in the arena for all the employees to to do the the food that they tell us not to buy that's what it's for then why on earth during covid when they are supposed to be in their homes why are you still paying for a function ticket no what did they tell you guys they told us it was the same thing like the worldwide employees were putting it on like that that's what they Yeah. we didn't go we were like screw this like yeah, we are we not it. paying and then we quit that month yeah that like was that was a yeah because we're like i'm not paying 175 us well, to look at a live stream this is also goes back to the bite model okay so this goes back to the way that they have like um i don't remember which point it is but it's basically like regulating your uh yeah okay minimize or discourage as um access to non-cult resources something like that so when you miss out on a major function one major function they happen every three months four months three months three months or quarterly yeah okay four a year yeah um and they do that way that they do it on purpose because they need you to get re-brainwashed because they they sleep deprive you they get you to eat only their food and then you're listening to all these like amazing stories and it gets you hyped up again go out and build and then you get the post-function blues they called it so oh. we missed dream the dream night basically we missed um spring leadership well, basically we didn't really pay attention to spring leadership yeah like we're not yes yeah like we're, we ended up shutting it off and going to my stepsister's baby shower they were like no this is dumb and then my dad's birthday like <laughs> it was like it's my dad's birthday like i'm going um and then we were like, we are not paying $150 each to go to this family reunion on our TV. That was, it was three days too. 
Like it wasn't like a, it wasn't. They expect us to yeah. sit in front of our TV for like three days. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, this is wild. Like something like that was when I snapped and I went, oh, something, they, they are paying the diamonds. They have to be paying the diamonds. This can't be just what they're paying us. But because right. we missed those functions, our brains weren't washed there anymore. Was, yeah. There was something like, like you miss your first, your first major function. It was a 73% chance of failure. Yeah. The second one was 93. And if you miss three, it's almost Guaranteed. certain that you would leave. So you only had to miss one or two and your chances of quitting worldwide would drop uh, or yeah. would increase yeah. significantly. Yeah. Right. And and um, that kind of goes back to the information control as well. And we've talked about core a dozen times over again, but that's again, change or made employed, seven steps. Some of the steps were to listen to their audios every day. They were to um, read their specific books. They were to listen to your Kate messages. They were to send a Kate, like all of these. Oh, and eat your products. Like And, and then major functions. I'm not going to go into all of them. But those were some of the things, right? And they would heavily, similar to what we heard about the Potter's House, they would heavily discourage people from having social media. They would heavily discourage us from even talking about the business to other people, like coworkers. Don't talk about this to anybody. It was like a secret. It was like a really crazy. Message, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and then, you know, it's just, it's just during that time, it felt really bad. For some reason, I teach my kid all the time. Adults who tell you to keep secrets are not safe. Yeah. These people are not safe. But Stephen Hassan in one of his uh, interviews that he does on YouTube is he talks about how his dad finally got him out of the cult he was in and he was away from it for like a week. And he says, if you are in one of these types of organizations, disconnect for a week, go on vacation. They heavily tell you, don't go on vacation. Don't go do anything with your family. They bullshit and say, well, it's out of your budget. You can't afford it. But realistically, why do they do that? They're doing that to keep you engaged in everything. Yeah. They're doing all of this. So you have the thousand tapes there. So you regurgitate what these messages yeah. are saying. So you are still invested in what's going to create their financial freedom, not yours. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's really one of the biggest things that I've taken away from this was, okay, COVID really created some red flags. So throughout your guys' time, I know that you guys kind of stopped midway through COVID. You guys didn't extend beyond, you know, to 2022 or 2023 even. Yeah. Um, but during that time, what were some other like red flags that really got you thinking, oh my gosh, like these people are making money on something other than Amway. And also okay. you could also kind of tie in as well, those things that you've learned from that other podcast and things that you guys have read about, you know, them making money elsewhere. So uh, Fisher didn't do this because dealt with a lot of more. He also still talked to John for like a while. I don't know how long you guys talked. Oh, it was yeah. a long time, but they were like still kind of friends. And we also went to like his business opening and stuff. Like yeah. what we were, we quit, like we were done. But like, we were still like kind of we civil with like them. them. Yeah. Like they were okay. And then we, and then, um, so I still followed Mary and Rianne and uh, dudes can't remember the names right now um their instagrams and mary posted this whole thing about how it was a long instagram story about how she was walking to starbucks and they told her she had to wear a mask uh when she sat down or before she sat down and then she was like that's kind of stupid like why do i have to wear a mask when i'm ordering and then when i sit down and take it off and it's like proximity like that's why like it, it's like does somebody need to teach you that anyway um but then Rianne would go and post and she hasn't posted on Instagram in like two years because of this. So she went and posted about like government regulation about like um, how they shouldn't be doing lockdowns. We should have freedom, the vaccines, like all of these like 
not really like conspiracy theories. I believe you have a right to your own body. Like, I think that's really important. Um, but I think there was an ulterior motive there. So I really believe that she was saying we shouldn't have lockdowns anymore because I'm not having any more people in the partnership anymore. Like, you know, like I'm, you know, we're not able or, to gather because yeah. so I can't have board plans to recruit everybody. The church like, that me and my five platinums all go to is yeah. not wanting to do church anymore. This yeah. is unfair. Like we can't do major functions and people are quitting. Like and I'm, they would encourage people to get active to do stuff like that. And they would like, you oh, know, and use your voice, you know, be a citizen, you know, talk, stand up and protest, stuff like that. Talk really fast. Diamond, whose parents were Diamond, um, he posted on Instagram about how much of a joke COVID was and how it wasn't really real and like all of this stuff, man. And I was like, there has to be like, no, there can't be all of them thinking the same way. Like they can't have this massive of a hive mind unless it's a worldwide thing. Like people don't think all like that. You know what I mean? That, that, that's yeah. what, that was my opinion. Yeah, that's why that like all of them on the same side of the fence was yeah. also like yeah right. this is, that is a huge these are huge things that i actually saw like these are things that like i was i was personally able to put two and two together as a pattern you know what i mean i never heard that worldwide was promoting any uh gatherings or anything i just put it together just because of what i was seeing on social media and i was seeing it on social media which we weren't allowed to have till we were diamond or something i guess yeah, <laughs> yeah which is crazy because <laughs> they they used to from okay so again, you got to go listen to Jessica's episode. If you haven't, do it, do it, do it. Because she, again, goes into some of these things. Allegedly, per her experience, they are not supposed to post um, dream pictures anymore on Dreamstream. <clears throat> they weren't allowed to because um, she said it as you're giving off the message that you're going to go buy that, which was everything that we were taught when we were in worldwide oh, and yeah. um yeah well then she says that the ftc that she was told while she was still actively in the business was telling amway to tell worldwide that they need to stop inflating the numbers they need to bring the numbers down and they would say if they were going to discuss things that were covid related like meeting allegedly during covid they weren't allowed to cater about it they were only able to right. talk about it over the phone any way that they could not record this information tell me that's not fucking sketchy allegedly yeah. allegedly according to her experience but like you said you i mean there's no fucking way that two people on opposite sides well not opposite sides of the country but like you're from canada she's from the u.s totally different lines of sponsorship hive mind how is yeah, that right. not yeah. a thing you're to totally you. right yeah, yeah. yeah like that's and that's a cult like that that, that is a textbook cult it's These a cult all, like we're all learning the same information we're all told the same thing there might be a little bit of tweaks here and there that are a little bit different you know what i mean like you, I think you had more nuts and bolts than we did. We only had like three or four in five years. Like we had barely any, you know what I mean? Really? Like it was not, we had them quarterly. We did, we did something called a pit bip. What's that? Well, that was something Ron was trying to start. Ron. Don. Don. Was yeah. Trying to um, but okay. it was that called a pre-interview process. Pre-interview process board plans. So is he what would they have. Were he would. He broke up the board plan instead of that. The the slideshow part. He would do. Yeah that after some of the guests left yeah so he wouldn't introduce that. he would do just uh just uh it's like a ted talk it, it was yeah. like a ted talk so they it was would talk just about their life it was all, all cult rhetoric yeah and then they would kick the kick the fresh ones away and then they would drop the a-bomb yeah and then they would uh get the people back for a second board plan and then they would do their actual board plan 
So they would actually get two board plans in with rhetoric before they dropped the Amway bomb on yep. them, which was just dirty. That's insane. You're that so right. Like trip. that's, it's the deception. It's the deception yep. for me. And the, the Amway, Amway goes so far back, but the tools businesses, you've got so many different lines of affiliation of Amway. That in itself is a red flag. When you have someone who's benefiting on both the tools, allegedly, and the products like that and not telling your downline and not because I mean, here, think about it. Think about it this way. Could you imagine how much more motivated people would be if they said, when you guys get to this pin level, you will make money off of these tools. And I have heard allegedly, allegedly, I don't remember who told me this. So sorry, but somebody told me that they had an upline who told them that when they get, they go diamond, they own a piece of uh, worldwide. So yes. do with that information what you will, but right, I believe it. I, whatever. Yeah. And those are the people who are making money off these tools. And what, what Which does makes perfect all, sense. exactly. What do all of these LOAs have in common? They don't have just Amway in common. They have the business tools. No, at least not commonly at least no, worldwide right. is the pioneers or not the, not worldwide but the lines of affiliation of amway brit worldwide uh what's his name dexter yeager these were the pioneers of the tools business okay so if there are other um mlms who are starting to use this type of model that's because they're getting it from lines of affiliation of amway yeah uh, amway is the granddaddy of all mlm okay so ever have you heard of holiday magic i have not okay that is an MLM. LM to definitely look into um, just because holiday oh, yeah. magic was actually deemed a pyramid scheme. They got, so they got caught red handed. They got caught red handed. The first yeah. ones get caught red handed, and everyone else learned from them. And that's not why. only that, but they actually got Amway under the radar. This is why Amway went and got um, put on trial by the FTC was because this was like back in the 70s or 80s. Whenever out that big trial happened with Amway, where they barely won to be not deemed a pyramid scheme, this was because of holiday magic. Holiday magic was deemed a pyramid scheme and the guy that owned it something Fitzpatrick I think I might be lying um he said he got all his tools and all his resources from the Amway corporation so the Amway Amway is the biggest and everyone is following Amway because of how yeah. successful it is like, yep and his so I, I I went ahead and looked it up so his name is William Penn Patrick and in addition to that, Nexium, if I watched one of the documentaries on Nexium, some of their models, as far as like the teachings that they have, the the motivational tools that they have, those are also derived from, they say Amway, but it's not Amway. Amway itself was created to be just an independent business owned by individuals. Yeah. But as you learn from Life After MLM, go listen to it. The historian on there talks about how originally people weren't making money through Amway. Amway was not bringing in the big bucks that you see it today. You see it because somebody, we don't know who, according to that podcast and according to one of their audios, somebody decided that they were going to make tape and that's where the tapes started. And the tapes business has continued on because they have been barely, they're teetering, like we mentioned, on is this legal or is this illegal? And it's really just a big moral dilemma. But there's people every single day who are hopping in because they're desperate because we're in a time of desperation everything is so freaking expensive you have to have a dual income and they prey upon this stuff they force marriage allegedly 
allegedly forced, they coerce marriage, I'm telling you guys, they sit there and they're preaching all of these different things to keep you involved in their business, but they're preying upon the fact that you hate your job. Because let's be honest, most of us have hated a job in or, our lives. Or personal tragedy, sure. like any kind of yeah. turmoil in your yep. life, they capitalize on for sure. And they say, are you down in the dumps? Here's how we can help. It's like, oh, my parents just got divorced or, or like an oh, infomercial. Or my, my spouse just died or, or, yeah, like, and it's like, these... oh, well, I got just the thing for you. This will change your life. Life, you know it did change my life like that no joke it's wild because i think that don and mary and nolan and Rianne, their biggest thing was helping people but the thing is is like i look at them and they have they have 20 wide each but minimum for sure and i just want to tell them so badly to multiply everybody they've helped by 10 because that's how many people they've hurt at least financially yeah yeah absolutely yeah but by bare minimum just financially like you could have yeah. hurt them in way other like we know that our oh, minds yeah. like we were hurt financially but yeah. we were hurt down to our character it, yeah like, like it was like there was a lot of our identity like it was it was really bad and i'm like you need to you know and it's weird though because like we still we when we were in worldwide, we had new people that quit and spoke really positively about it, even after quitting. That was one thing yeah. that kind of like, I was like, oh, so maybe it's not, that's how deep it is. Like I people quit and then- like I said, it's yeah. cognitive dissonance. If I didn't leave, if I didn't read Love and Respect, I probably wouldn't have as bad of a taste of Worldwide in my mouth. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, because for a long time, I was like, yeah, maybe eventually I'll just like, I, I won't promote that book if I go diamond. Like, that's kind of what I'll, I'll just, you know, I, I won't promote yeah, religion. I won't, you know, we'll but just realizing that it, again, it is a hive mind and I wouldn't have been able to. Uh, not promote world love and respect like I wouldn't have been able to go against the book list I wouldn't have been able to um, go against all of their teachings the cardinal rules the anything like don't mess with anybody's spouse that went down to like men and women weren't allowed to talk like I like yeah you know what I mean like there were certain things that I was really sussed out by that um, I, I probably wouldn't have had as bad of a taste in my mouth again if I didn't read that fucking book yeah. <laughs> it was so bad yeah well absolutely and I think Think you're totally valid for that and for when i think about like what did it for me what gave me that really bad fucking like i fucking never want to talk to these people again was the fact that they put my prospects above me because they were so desperate for a business that they had no care in the world what my emotions were towards these people yeah. as i mentioned yeah. that crazy lady i don't remember her pseudonym now yeah. but her her boyfriend ended up launching into business they broke up like she literally made my life fucking hell while she was a prospect and I kept telling them, I don't want her around. I almost quit. Yeah. That was the first time I almost quit because of her. And then yeah. she was cross-lining and they had to kick her out. And it's like, cool, I fucking told you so. And they never really even gave me credit for that. And then the second time was when they kept this weird couple. Again, I'm so sorry, but they are so strange. Uh, they kept them around for a year, a year. And these people were not, they weren't following the rules. And not just that, I don't want to travel the beaches of the world with these people. Like, yeah, let's you be can't, real. Like, yeah, you like, pick your valid. best friends. They pick said your that best that friends. And then you don't get to pick your best friends. No. With one of these girls that I ended up launching, like, I wish her the best, whatever, but we were just not compatible people. Um, she was way too sensitive. Everything I said offended her. Um, she was just one of those, like, I am not a person that um, can be friends with somebody who's a marshmallow. I'm just not. Um, not that I'm an ass to everybody I meet, but I can't be friends with somebody who's that soft. You have to at least say yes. that. Um, and no, yeah, you're she right. was just way too soft. And especially in worldwide, if I was like, I don't think you're doing your part, I think I need you to do this 
babysitting you need you need to do that like she's just very um unmanageable not that I wanted to manage her this is kind of not really the thing but it was like I not remember coachable. going to yeah I um I remember going to Jane and being like I don't like her I'm gonna be honest because she was my co-worker that was the thing like and I, we got along at work and then I launched her and I was like I don't like her that like at all and she's like oh it's fine I'll take her out I'm gonna be leading her mostly because she's a single woman anyway that's <laughs> um, what they would say yeah and then I was like okay that's fine and then that girl ended up coming to me and being like I don't want to deal with Jane at all I only signed up because I liked you and I was like well that's nice but I don't like you <laughs> that's not what I said obviously but it I just didn't um she might have jived with me a little bit better than I jive with her but I also had to put on more of a facade of being nicer than I actually am. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was, no, I, absolutely. I, was like, uh, I might hurt her really. feelings. position you're put in, because they say, like you said, pick your friends or decide who you want to travel the beaches of the world with. You yeah. Know? But then they would give you this twisted beggars can't choosers rationale after, which yeah. is like yep. totally against oh what God. they would say. John used to say that yeah. all the time. He was like, you don't get to be picky until you're at least eagle. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but how am I supposed to? Yeah. And, and you think about all of these things that we collectively have learned while in our time and worldwide. I mean, that really created so many trust issues with me that I wasn't allowed to trust myself to do anything yeah. and not even make friends because I get a bad vibe. And I'm like, I don't vibe with these people. I don't want these people in my business. Like that's, yeah. but then I learned, well, your platinum owns your business until you go platinum. Yeah. That's what I was told. That's bullshit. They tell you you're an independent business owner. This is your way to get free. But yet you're so fucking controlled in this goddamn business i'm fired the fuck up dude yeah, I'm pissed. Up, i yeah. swear <laughs> i'm telling y'all it pisses me off dude i get so pissed thinking about these people and what they're doing and i i know that craig messaged me that one time and i've mentioned that before and i'm always curious as to what he would have said if i would have continued the conversation and i bet he would have tried to manipulate me into taking this shit down so fuck yeah. you craig but <laughs> i'm gonna calm down a minute um but so we're coming down to the time and um, we've kind of gone over a lot today. We've gone into, we've gone into cults. We've gotten me all fired the fuck up. And we <laughs> yeah. talked about the financial deception aspect. And really, you guys, this still does not scrape the surface with Worldwide. So with that being said, do you guys have any final thoughts? I have lots of thoughts. They get you. Um, they get you good. And they will... I, I I will say that I don't think everybody knows that they make money. But I think like they make... They do a diamond. Like I'm pretty sure they make money off of the tools at diamond. But I don't allegedly. think before. Yeah, allegedly. Sorry. Um, I, I wonder if it surprises them. That's the thing. Like once they go diamond, I wonder if they're like, oh, we do make money off of this that's so yeah, weird that like, when do they goals. find out when right. they start making money and they're like wait a second i wasn't told this allegedly nice yeah i allege i think allegedly i think that i suspect that they learn at platinum i think mm. because platinums get to go on all these trips they get to be like yeah. really like close knit with the diamonds do i think that right. the diamonds have insider information that the platinums don't know yeah absolutely but i think yeah. you start to learn these things at platinum oh, allegedly yeah, my suspicion yeah platinum's the only ones because you're the workhorses of those functions and stuff yeah. you have to be the ones getting your hands dirty you have yeah. to know what you're doing it doesn't make any sense to not you're taking cash yeah. from people's hands for crying out loud so, right and where's that cash going like who right. at the it's end like of the night of those, those functions they probably yeah. load right. them into the trunks of the diamonds vehicles or something yeah how are they it's paying like, like the conference
conference centers. I don't know. They probably Yo. pay it on card and then they, they take yeah. the cash and they put it into <laughs> allegedly they put it into BLTs or something. And yeah, they cash it out. Double it. Yeah. Give no, it to the and they cash party. it out and then they come out of the cash. Yeah. Oh. You're gonna get the 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 men in black over here in my house. I sure. <laughs> yeah, Calm down. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But no, yeah. no, you're right though. I mean, where at the end of those rallies is this money going? I've never once thought about that until this moment yeah. right now. I think about how much cash I've sent over the years. So yeah. much money. And you know what? Every person that I've talked to so far, of course, I haven't talked to any everybody from all the lines of sponsorship, but dear Lord, it really seems like Taylor's line of sponsorship, the one that we're all, that me, I was in, it seems like the most deceptive one. I swear to goodness. Like it does. They, it does. Like you're so that, that, yeah. Beware yeah. what's available. Awesome. Do you guys want to, do you guys want to pitch your, your Instagrams? Where can they follow you guys? Oh, yes. I am hope.crawl. Okay. R-A-A-L. That's it. Uh, Fishmeister. F-Y-S-C-H. M-E-I-S-T-E-R. Yeah. It's okay. You can just look well, at me and who I follow and he'll be on there. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming back. Um, again, I, I know that this is not going to be our last time, our last talk. You guys are regulars on the show at this point, And um, I value that. Other people value you guys. And if you're going to follow them, they will vet you guys. I'm telling you, don't be following these people just to spy for your old, for old upline. No, we don't tolerate that shit here yeah. if they want to talk to us reach out my dms yeah, are open until i send you the link and block you so. yeah <laughs> i will I, I yeah yeah hell yeah speaking of the dms if you want to speak on the podcast if you want to share your story please message me on instagram follow me on instagram at x's and t underscore podcast follow me on tiktok at x's and t underscore podcast you will find me uploading tuesdays and fridays on apple music and spotify we'll catch you guys on the flip side see you later